Story eight of Lulu, Alice, and Jimmy Wibblewobble by Howard R. Garris. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Who the Fairy Prince was. Mamma and Papa Wibblewobble were sitting in front of the duck pen, talking with Grandfather Goosey Gander and the big rooster. They were so busily engaged in conversation about the best way to serve cold corn meal mixed with water that when Lulu asked her parents if she and Jimmy and Alice could go for a swim, Mrs. Wibblewobble said, Yes, my dear, but be careful you don't get wet. Now wasn't that a funny thing for a duck mamma to say to her little duck girl? But Mamma Wibblewobble was absent-minded, so you must excuse her. You see, she thought Lulu wanted to go for a walk in the woods. Well, it didn't much matter, but I thought I would just speak about it. Can we go? asked Jimmy, when Lulu came back. Yes, she answered. Hurry now, for we are going to see the fairy prince, as the goldfish promised. Oh, I'm so excited I can hardly wait, exclaimed Alice, who was very romantic, as I have explained. Am I swimming straight, Lulu? I wouldn't for all the world have a fairy prince see me swimming crooked. Oh, don't be so fussy, called Jimmy. I wish Bully the Frog was here. He and I could have some fun no no cried lulu we are the only ones allowed to see the fairy prince it's a secret and he is quite bashful how are we going to find him asked jimmy this is a large pond and it's going to be quite a task to locate the fairy prince or even the goldfish oh let's don't worry suggested alice worrying is one of the very worst things you can do especially when there is anything in it about a fairy don't you know that fairies are especially made not to worry we will find our way somehow either a golden ball will appear and roll on before us to show us the right direction or else a magical boat will suddenly come up in the water and we can ride on it right to the place phew what do we want of a boat asked jimmy can't we swim i don't believe much in this fairy business anyhow then if you don't believe you will never see the fairy prince declared alice only those who believe in fairies can see them I know, for I've read lots of fairy stories. You see, Alice was very much in earnest about this matter. So the three children swam on together over the pond, and the waters sparkled in the sun until you would have thought there were thousands of diamonds floating on top. The breeze blew just enough to make little ripples, and altogether it was a very fine day. They went on and on. Pretty soon they were in part of the pond they had never visited before tall rushes grew on either side and the long meadow grass came right down to the edge of the water and trailed in it making little green caves in which to hide it was cool and quiet there and very lovely the ducks liked it but still there was no sign of the fairy prince and the goldfish had not come to show them the way i don't believe we'll ever see any fairy prince said jimmy oh but the goldfish promised me spoke lulu hush cried Alice. We must keep quiet. We may meet the magical boat or the golden ball any minute. And just then, what should happen but that they heard a voice singing? Yes, sir, just as true as I'm telling you, a voice singing right down under the water, and this is what it sang, in silvery tones, just like the little bell that tinkles on Pussy's neck. The fairy prince lies deep and dark, waiting for the firefly spark if you wish to see him now follow me and make a bow 
and all at once who should appear but fantail the goldfish she popped right out of the water and when she saw the three duck children she asked did you hear me singing was that you asked lulu it was replied fan but why don't you do as i said if you wish to see the fairy prince you must bow he always wants people to do that so lulu and jimmie bowed once and alice bowed three times and when they asked her why she did it she said she must always do things by threes where fairies are concerned now follow me called the goldfish so they swam farther and farther up the pond where they had never been before it got smaller and smaller until it was like a little brook with rushes bending over it while the water whispered to the green stems the fairy prince lives there suddenly said the goldfish poking her head up out of the water so she could speak more plainly and she pointed with her fin to a hole in the bank he will come out presently bow your prettiest well you can just imagine how excited the duck children were alice fairly trembled and even jimmie was interested as they all bowed all ready now went on the goldfish behold the fairy prince behold behold and she made a booming noise under the water just like the big bass drum when a man in the circus jumps over sixteen elephants and a quarter all at once then all of a sudden oh maybe in a second and a little more what should come out of the hole in the side of the bank just above the water what i say should come out of that hole now be careful take tight hold of the arms of the chair and hold your breaths so as not to be disappointed what should come out of the hole but a big brownish-black spotted with red and yellow wrinkle-legged hard-shelled sharp-beaked mud turtle there now at first the duck children were so frightened and surprised they did not know what to do or say they had expected something so different did you well i'm awfully sorry but you know i'm not responsible i merely tell what happens why it isn't a fairy prince cried jimmie speaking first of course not cried lulu then the goldfish came quite close to them and whispered something and do you know said fantail i have always had my doubts about it myself he says he's a fairy prince insists on it in fact and he has it engraved on his visiting cards but i have my doubts only i don't dare say so for you see i work for him run errands and the like of that so far be it from me to say he is not a fairy prince i have however guided you to him behold the fairy prince and she called the last very loudly for the mud turtle was looking right at her then she added in a whisper but i have my doubts hush oh hush please begged alice of course he's a fairy prince they are always disguised like that always appearing to be something different from what they really are you know sometimes they're toads and sometimes frogs and sometimes mud turtles i suppose though i've never heard of any of that last kind but of course he's a fairy prince then she bowed again three times and said fairy prince i salute thee fairy nothing grunted jimmie he's no more a fairy than i am then the mud turtle heard them talking and he stuck his head farther out of the shell and looked around with his snaky neck and he came a little more out of the hole and said of course i am a fairy prince everybody knows that 
I have been a fairy prince forever and ever so long. And then he sneezed, just to show that though he was a fairy prince, he was not proud. What shall I do, O fairy prince, to change you back into your rightful shape? asked Alice. Tell me, and I will do it at once. Dost thou need three drops of magical water? No, answered the mud turtle. Not any of it at all, thank you so much. I am a fairy prince, but I am satisfied with my shape as I am, and I do not want to change. I have always been this way, and I always want to stay so. Please be so kind as to go away. I want to eat my dinner. So they hurried away, for the goldfish whispered that the mud turtle was always cross when he ate. Jimmy and Lulu were very disappointed. But Alice was not, for she insisted that the mud turtle was really wonderful, and he was a fairy prince in disguise. Now what do you think about that? I leave it to you. But whatever you may think, please don't be hasty. Take plenty of time. Perhaps you had better wait for the story tomorrow night, which, if the cowbell doesn't ring and awaken the doll in the baby carriage, will be about how Grandfather Goosey Gander got into trouble and out again. End of Story 8